we are quite excited about today's topic. I am really excited yeah. about this topic because I think it's like we've just gone through like so much sports times in the yeah, last like, the few last weeks. few yeah last uh, few weeks months. last few months yeah. I think like this whole like summer period has been so much sports. Yeah, because we well we've had the Euros and then I mean obviously like the the Grand Slams, mm-hmm. the tennis. I I watch them all the time. Yeah, really, same. But, um, and we've had the Olympics this year. Yeah, which is exciting. I think it's also been really nice because we missed out on all sports last year. Like there was no sporting events. I mean, there was Formula One. And yes, there I was Formula One, which is yeah, you were like yeah, yeah. like I don't think it, I think it's gonna be really weird like going back to like normal life, like post COVID life, and like not being able to watch um, all the, the races. races if like we're out or doing something. Like I think I'm gonna actually I mean, have anxiety. so far we've managed. We just go to someone's house and turn it on. Oh, because I'm notorious for it now. I just, I'm like, I don't give two shits. Like, it's going on. Yeah, exactly. You're listening to Brown Girls Don't Cry with Arushi and Manya. See, so much sports. Oh, right. Maybe we should actually say that, like, our topic today is sports. Oh, yeah. Well, yes. Our topic today is sports. We're talking about sports. About more more importantly, like, women in sports. Yeah, women's representation in sport. Like we said, all these... Sporting events have been happening kind of back to back, and we've been really involved in it. And now with the Olympics happening, um, or well, wrapping up, mm-hmm. uh, I just feel like a lot's happened, and it felt like the right time to kind of get into this whole discussion. And we ended up doing a lot of research, yes, which was super eye opening. And I feel like I learned a lot of stuff that I didn't know. Um, some stuff, you know, like you're just kind of aware of, but when you go really into it, you're kind of shocked to learn, especially when you're looking at, like, female um, representation in India, yeah. uh, which is still, you know, it's still growing. It's still really, it's not where we want it to be in terms of female involvement in sports. I mean, it is, like, like when we looked at, like, the stats and stuff, like, and I they're said amazing. this. You know, they're amazing. But also, it's usually, we usually come back with more women achieving medals than men our last, when it comes to like our last Olympics. what what was the stat out of the last seven. nine Olympics medal Olympic medals that we've won seven have been female mm. that's amazing like and really but this happened like honestly I remember having this conversation or having this like um thought last Olympics as well mm. um where I was like, wow, like, actually, our women have really come through, and they're the ones that don't get any recognition. Yeah. Um, Like, we were reading so many stories uh, when we were researching about this, and, like, so many of our women athletes were, like, upset at getting a bronze. You know, it wasn't, like, good enough for them. But it's like, okay, yes, it's a global stage, and yes... um, you know, it's it's the Olympics, but you're winning golds and you're winning competitions away from the Olympics, and you know your entire worth is not just based the Olympics, on yeah. this one event that happens every four I years. I know they're like world champions and Commonwealth and this and that, and they've won gold in all of these other things. And then you, if you narrow it down to just the Olympics, then that's such a the 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 competition pool is so much larger, like when you're sending that many women versus like other countries sending it's it's you're gonna see a difference oh 100% and then you have the pressure and then you have you know all everything yeah comes into play I mean then you go into funding well that's the thing I mean such a big question like we were looking at it was like why is India so bad at the Olympics is like literally how what is our thing 33 Medals? We have 33 medals in, in our total. entire, like, lifetime of attending the Olympics. From, from the last Olympics. So this doesn't count the current medals that we've won. Does it not? Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm guessing I don't know, because I read it on Wikipedia, so it could very well be including, because that gets updated regularly. So I'll check that. But it could be 33 including this year. If it's 33 without, then we're at 38 now? Yeah, we've got five. Okay. So we'll see which we'll see which one happens. But it was it's so funny because you go on to like like all these like uh, Reddit and Quora and all these things and like the major question is why is India so bad at the Olympics? 
And I'm just like, firstly, the question is so demeaning. Like, wow. And then, but the things that people are talking about are, are the most basic things, our infrastructure, the funding that our sports gets versus other, like, countries are like, bleeding money into their sports and we are cutting funds oh, yeah. in olympic years cutting like 200 crores of funding and then you want us to go and win like 100 medals it's not gonna happen no like i what, what did they say like the the uk puts in like millions of pounds into winning one medal yeah right and we cut we cut back we cut back 200 crores so i feel like in general like i mean seemingly from like everything that we've read our uh, government has kind of like tried to put in more money and put in more time and like well they they started um, that new um the olympic organization that they started which i think they started right before the rio olympics right which is now like they're funding they're funding olympic athletes funding going like coming in at a grassroots level mm. to kind of grow our pool of like athletes and contenders. But I think like a major thing that kind of kept coming up is that like we also like minus like, I mean, as an Indian population, we have so many people that have kind of immigrated elsewhere yeah. and moved to the US, UK. We talk about yeah. this all the time on on our podcast <laughs> um and um it's interesting because we don't actually see many athletes of a south asian diaspora right competing even like you know for other countries yeah as we do see like you know um like african immigrants people that have immigrated from africa right. and whatnot compete for the u.s right. or the uk or any of these yeah any of these we don't see that kind of south asian diaspora Mm -hmm. um infiltrate through like even the migration systems and stuff um which then begs to question like where are we because there is so many of us in the world Mm -hmm. um whether and this is like south asian so you're talking about pakistanis sri lankans bangladeshis none of us indians as well obviously but none of us are like represented to that same level i think we we found like two maybe that had represented the u.s or something it was really tiny in there i mean i had in the recent years i'm not saying like overall but like recently yeah i mean it wasn't many no it wasn't a lot um and it just kind of begs the question like it goes back to the same kind of thing that like without representation how are we as like brown people forget women mm-hmm. like as a population how are we meant to see that this like that we can do these things if we can't see people already doing them yeah uh, like you know <clears throat> i think there was a there's like a theory that once something is done by one person it's so much easier to do like there like if you break a world record in something you'll see like 50 people break that record sooner than that first person took to break right, it of course. because it's just about like representation seeing seeing that someone is capable of doing something and knowing that you're that your body is able to actually complete doing something like yeah. that you are able to push yourself further than your brain is allowing you to believe but i mean we've seen that um in recent years <clears throat> in like wrestling and boxing yeah our representation has gone up quite a lot mm-hmm. because there have been like so many we've, more we've seen one person do it and be successful and in that we've then been like oh she's done it i can do it he's done it i can do it yeah but if we don't see that across the board how are we meant to like push forward yeah exactly even as like 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 you know generations to come if they don't see the represent if all they see is representation in like stem and you know you're automatically you're automatically going to be geared to it yeah you're inclined to believe that that is what you are built for which is not necessarily true it's just that you've seen all of your ancestors go in that direction so it's like clearly this is not the path for me which i don't you know 
as soon as you see more of it happen, more of it will happen. Yeah. A lot of these um, Indian athletes have actually started their own teams and their own like committees and stuff like that. Like one of the two um, Indian women who've like represented India for football started a thing in Calcutta where she's training like boys and girls together there's no like difference it's all for free they come they train with an olympic athlete which i think is amazing and like she's just trying to create a kind of environment where girls and boys can feel like they can actually dedicate time and and do things and learn things and have a way to inculcate sports into their lives so this is very similar to like what's going on in like the skate scene Mm -hmm. in india um, I watched that movie Skater Girl on Netflix um, in prep for this because um, I just wanted to see like what it was all about. It's quite right. interesting. Um, a girl who lives in like rural India becomes really infatuated after being like introduced to skateboarding, mm-hmm. not knowing what it was, um, and kind of like the trials and tribulations of like being a girl in rural India right. who likes this really random sport right um which society and ge- like skating is not something that was accepted even in western culture for the longest time it was as a always, sport yeah, well, yeah yeah forget it being a sport just in general like skating was like rebellious yeah right? that's true it's yeah. like skaters and like graffiti and, i know like, all of that stuff Do you remember is, like, as kids when right? you'd see like people at a skate park they were like the shady people <laughs> yeah or like they were like those cool people that you just didn't know how to yeah. infiltrate yeah but actually the skate community like the skating community is so tight-knit and such a like force together yeah. the amount of things that they have done for the sport on the whole is amazing right mm-hmm. so um i think like so after watching that movie I mean, it was quite a typical story for, you know, just the general... In terms of, like, being a movie. Yeah, in terms of being a movie. But um, I found out later that it was based on a true... um, Okay, so so this girl was... true life story. Um, But it was really interesting because the people, like, international skater, pro skaters, women... um, who came to India, I don't even know why, but they, they were in India and they were like, oh, we need to, like, grow the, the interest of, like, females in the sport mm. over here. Um, have gone out of their way to, like, build skate parks, run, like, skate, skate clinics for boys and girls, but prioritize girls and say, like, you know what? Like, if you want to skate, come out, you know, skate before the boys. Like, we'll put you first so that they didn't feel like intimidated by like dudes just coming out and it's a great way the the, the school dropout rates have been less because they had a no school no state yeah. policy um because they've built parks there's no like vandalism or like breaking whatever like yeah. cuz this old. is like their place to come do that why would you yeah exactly and like you know you we talk i mean we haven't talked about it yet but we can talk about um Whoa. <laughs> that's new <laughs> that's new um about like you know the kind of like the the discipline that sports creates for you I mean you've been in a lot of sports yeah. I've been in and out so and like it's kind of helped in so many things as an adult you know yeah the discipline that comes with like being at practice sessions at weird hours in the morning or like needing to do extra things how do you come together as a team like battling different perspectives or like what one should do here what one should do there so in all of those things like sports can teach you a lot Mm -hmm. any sport can teach you those skills yeah and those are life skills so I don't know like to not have sports be such an important part of like your growing up is like kind of crazy. I know for us right because it was so integrated into our entire schooling experience. I mean PE was a class. It was a class and I think everyone has PE as a class but I've talked to many people about this where like they were just like oh my god the kind of again this goes back to infrastructure and like the kind of facilities that we were provided at our schools and the kind of things that we were able to do and also over and above that the 
like the competition levels at our schools where we were competing, you know, in, in Hungary, we were competing country-wise with like inter all the international Same. schools. You did that in Singapore. In Cody, we were competing on a state level. And we like, that really gives you that sense of like, this is something bigger than me. And I, you know, you dedicate a lot of time to it. And you, I read a, when we were preparing for this, I read an article about how they, they did all these like studies and kids who are involved in sports are less likely to, you know, fall into drugs or bad habits, are, are more likely to graduate, are always have, you know, you need a certain like GPA, right, to, to participate, especially in like inter-school inter sports and stuff. Um, so your grades are always better, like all these things. And colleges give sports scholarships even if you don't need, I mean, even if you're not necessarily going to play that, play sport. that sport in their school, they'll give you a sports scholarship. So like, it's a great, great tool to get where you want to go, no matter where that is. And I think that's kind of lost on some people, and they think it's a waste of time. But I think, I mean, again, like, yeah, we were super privileged. Yeah, exactly. Like, the, the, the facilities that we had made, like, I, like in <laughs> Singapore, our track and our, like, entire, like, whatever like football and track facilities was used by like the arsenal first team that was so cool when you told me that to train oh my God. because they came to play a friendly in singapore That's or something amazing. like that and they literally used the sas yeah. field and it was like what i mean the fuck? yeah we had like an olympic size swimming pool we had a like it was normal it was, it was normal and now when i tell someone they're like what, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah I, I mean i don't know i never questioned it and yeah, just, but but in that, in like, way. when, I mean, it's also very normal for you at, like, some level to, like, choose what you want to, like, focus on, mm -hmm. right? But even having, like, 10 years, you know, your first 10, 12, mm -hmm. 13 years of, like, being involved in sports does change who you are as a as a person. But it, you also find it that, like, it's a lot more girls that sit, have to, like, choose. Mm-hmm. Like, why is it that, like, so many more girls drop sports? I don't know. Well, you know, there was this really, it was just good timing. One of these, like, influencers or something I follow, she just put up, like, one of those questions on her Instagram thing of, like, did you play sports in high school? And if you did, like, why? Yeah, right? It was just such timing. Did you play sports in high school? And if, like, did you go through all four years? If you didn't, what made you drop? Like, that was her question. And then her, like... Her reference was she was on the volleyball team and then by her senior year she was so tired of like um, sitting on the bench and being fat shamed and all these things by her coach that she was just like, fuck it, I just want to have a good time in high school. And so many girls responded saying, my coach fat shamed me, my coach told me like I wasn't good enough in front of the whole team and it was just so degrading oh, and yeah. I just felt like... But I can vouch for that mm -hmm. because in Dubai the like the competitive nature of like the, the sports culture mm -hmm. and the competitiveness that existed made me so cautious of trying out for sports it wasn't that i was bad in mm -hmm. like a class i would be like all up in your face i'd be like i was never one of those girls that like didn't want to play but when it came down to like trying out for teams especially in dubai the level was just it got I don't know if it was also like how intimidating sports culture can be because um, this actually like continued through Durham and I I mean and I was on a team there mm -hmm. and I remember like it just threw me back to school because I I was a really quiet girl it was quite like I didn't really speak much I wasn't really like this bubbly mm. like person not in school right so for me to go out there and like find the confidence to like play a sport at like a level that I was like comfortable and like happy, it just didn't click. Right. right? When I came to Cody, I remember like I joined late and I think in PE we were already like we were playing volleyball and I think the tryouts for volleyball had already happened. Right. They happened really early. They happened yeah, yeah, early. Yeah. So I think I missed I mean, not that I would have even tried out. But I remember we were doing it in PE 
and um, who is it, Sarkar? Mm. He like, I don't know, like serving, whatever, like we're used to playing. He was always looking out for Huda, right? Huda yeah. And he was like, why don't you try out volleyball? And I was like, excuse He's me? He's the one that made me try out for the track team. But I was like, I'm shit at volleyball. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, We didn't have the greatest volleyball No, team. whatever. But I was like, I'm not that great at volleyball. Yeah, like, right. what are you talking about? What do you mean? He's like, Arushi, like, you should have tried out. When football season came around but isn't that and also, we played think- in PE, Beth was like, why don't you try it for the football team? I was like, because I'm not good. She's like, Arushi, you're left-footed. Your skill would come if you actually played, like, you already can, like, maneuver a ball. Why don't you try out? I was like, because when I was in Dubai, if I, like, I would have never been able to make these teams. Like, mm. I... I stopped trying mm. at one point. Like, I think through middle school, I would try out for everything for fun because I had the drive. By high school, I was like, I'm not going to make it anyway. What's the point? So yeah. all of that happened. And then you, like, cut to my master's degree in Durham and, like, randomly meeting, like, someone, on, like, one of the head girls in Chia, who is now one of my closest friends. But, like, first time I've met her having a conversation about cheer. She's like, you've done it before? Come to tryouts. I was like, absolutely not. I'm not a tumbler. I'm not a this. I'm not a that. She's like, just come to tryouts to like winning nationals. Like it, it I think it's so, so cool weird, that you did right? it in, in a university setting because I think I would have loved to have done something like that. My experience was so different from yours in that I was always on the teams. I was always, especially high school. I think middle school is where I kind of shied away a little bit through those like kind of puberty years and I was just like "Eh, I'm not gonna really get involved and I just don't want to do all that and then come like ninth grade I got really into it and I was on my track team and I was on this team and that but track was always my like number one and from then going there went to Cody joined that track team and I just I I loved that sense of like being part of something and like having that like team of people because also I think Again, track started really early, like the training and the tryouts for track started really early because our season was first semester. Second semester, there wasn't really anything. I think one trip maybe, but, and then field day. Um, Because it started so early, I was like, oh, you know, this is, I'm good at this. Sarkar saw me in PE and I like, I was running really fast. He's like, come try out. And I didn't really know anyone. So it was a good way to like get to to know people. people and like get involved in something on a school level and I really like that that's that was the attraction for me and then I just loved it and ended up like almost tearing my hamstring but that's a whole other story (laughs) I mean let's not get into it Uh, sports injury is my forte oh my god Um, we've gone and got a grandma elbow now so you know shit happens but I think like that was like the toxic um sports culture Mm. though right like and that's something that continued because I think in 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 middle school and high school it was like especially being in these international schools with like really Americanized like sports systems so like you have your basketball team and they're like the shit or like the football team and they're like the coolest thing since sliced bread and you're like oh yeah like I play sport do you know what I mean and it was so dumb but it was so intimidating (laughs) it was trying out in Durham and it being like um we get to wear the purple jackets because we're team Durham and the minute you're team Durham you're like some elite you know ooh, look at me but people just wanted to get on a team to be able to buy a purple jacket that way everywhere right it's it's the equivalent of a letter jacket in in high school It, it is but it has a lot to do do you think Part of it has to do with media representation. Yes, but I think that is where I lost, in high school at least... Lost interest. I lost interest because I'm like, I'm not out here... Like, if I want to play a sport, I think because I had never... I'd always played sports. Mm. I played tennis. I was. I swam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, like, for the glory of it. It was no, because it was just a, I enjoyed yeah, it, same. right? But the minute that, like, this toxic culture started seeping in, I was like, ew... And I was like, do I really want to be part of this? No. 
Like, no, I totally I understand what you mean. Yes. Yeah. Do I want to be part of this toxic culture? No. I, yeah, I, I get that. Um, and I think uni was the first time I was confident enough not to get carried away with it. So I feel like that hinders a lot of girls' um, perceptions of sport as well. Because if you're not really good, most of the time you're not even going to be looked at. That's true. Well, it's like for boys, there are like so many teams that like, you know, you could be on the fucking G team and, you know, still feel like I'm I'm playing football. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. For girls, there would be A, B. That's it. That's it. That's true. Yeah. I remember when I lettered in track, it was such an exciting time for me. (laughs) It was like such a big moment. But it's exactly what you're saying. It felt like... Um, validating something that I didn't necessarily need to validate. Like I had, I'd been doing it for the fun of it. And, but it reached a point where I was like, oh my God, I need this. Otherwise, what's the fucking point of all of it? And it really became about that for a while. And I think after that happened, it felt like this point of validation came like, there was, there was a switch at some point. I think ninth and 10th grade, I really, really was in it for the love of it. And I didn't really care about the, and I was winning the most like gold medals and doing all of this, but I really didn't care because I was just doing it for the fun of it. And then when I switched into Cody, which was a much more competitive, competitive. much yeah. more competitive atmosphere, um, it really became about that. And you weren't winning so many golds. So you were like, okay, well, fuck the medals then. I'm going to like letter. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make it to Udi. I'm going to so like. funny. It's, it really became about that, and then... Because Cody, for me, was, like, less... Compe- it was competitive, but it so compared to was my, less competitive than Dubai. Compared to my uh, American school, it was way less competitive. Compared to my Pune school, it was way more. So from what i just come from, where it se- suddenly seemed like, oh, those golds were really easy to get, now it's, like, a little bit tougher. Oh. And you got to, like, push yourself harder. And it's just... It, it was a way more... I think also the concept of like being in boarding school and and having the ability to like have your coach say okay be at bendy at five or four thirty a.m. or whatever and then you're gonna run for three hours and then go to school and it's just a way more like it's just you're in it you're in it entirely versus like when you're going to school they can't call you to school at like five a.m. I mean not in not in my Pune school because we were just so far away like because these when you're in the city and you're going to these international schools they're kind of on the outskirts. So it works very, yeah, so it works really They'd differently. They still pull people in. Yeah, no. In our thing, we it was all after school. And then we'd be there till, like, fucking nightfall. So, I mean, I guess it's the same, but, like, there was just this. And then on top of that, I added in, like, rowing. So the days that I wasn't training, I was running around the fucking lake. And, like, <laughs> it just became this, you're really in it and... See, I think also... I just got very sucked into it. I am a really competitive person, like, Mm. by nature. And I think I scare myself sometimes. Mm. So when it comes to these things, I sometimes just back off as a coping mechanism because I know that if I get too into it and if I get into that scarily competitive mindset, I will be more at a loss than anyone else yeah so it just got to a point as well where I'm like like, yeah it's not worth it it's not worth getting so much like like so much like pent up energy and anxiety and feelings for this I mean but we're talking about this on a very like on a high school level and now can you imagine can you can you I can't because like, now take it to the level that we are finally discussing of uh, Naomi Osaka or Simone Biles actually taking a stand and being like, do you understand the mental state that I'm in? And, like, Simone going out and saying, like, I wanted to do this Olympics for me because I did the last one for everybody else. And I'm, it doesn't feel like I'm doing it for me. And that stand, to take that stand and say it's so, it's such a huge toll. And we felt it on a high school level. Like, when you're in front of the whole world, oh my god, can you just imagine? No. Scary. I actually cannot imagine. I cannot. I tried. I really was like, 
Jeez. And then on top of that, I was reading all this stuff about like, it's so right now because of the pandemic, they have no family with them. The entire training process up to the Olympics has been so different from what they're used to as athletes, because it's just been so controlled and so restricted in so many ways. Everything just feels off. And then you you're in on this like platform where the whole world is watching you and judging you. The judgment levels are so high looking at our Indian athletes and the judgment they faced. Mate, I cannot even, like, I cannot even begin to, like, go into this, our fucking viewers. The disdain and, we have for them. And, like, how they sit on their asses I and know, judge. Right? You're fucking watching a TV and you're judging this woman who is out there representing your country and fucking killing it. And you're like, oh, my God, but she didn't bring home a medal. I'm sorry. What the fuck are you doing? Get the fuck out. <laughs> you go do it then. I love that it's female athletes that are coming forward and doing all this and cause I mean like Simone's whole thing made Michael Phelps come out and say you know what she's doing is yeah the pressure is huge other other athletes have also come forward and said I mean we did also that picture of Simone I don't I don't know how I feel about that Mm, I think like in the beginning I was like oh like that's so cool you know she's taking a like the that cartoon I we can in the video version we can like we can put a little yeah you know, thing. It was basically that cartoon, right, of, like, the podium with, like, the the gold winner, silver winner, and bronze, bronze winner. Yeah. And then another girl, like, leaping kind of above them, above right? Above them. Yeah. And, you know, in, in the first instance, it's very, like, oh, wow, yes. Yeah, it's a powerful image. A stand for her mental health um, and all of that. But then I remember reading comments under, like on Instagram and the comments under it was like, you know, we shouldn't put, um, like what Simone is doing is amazing in itself, but that doesn't mean that the other athletes who have decided to continue competing um, and putting themselves right, you know, in their pressure points and in that pressure zone are wrong to do so. and basically, like, you know, it's not about one above the other. Yeah. It's about everyone working together. together. Yeah. Um, which made me kind of look at that image a bit Very differently. differently. I feel like when I, I think I had the same reaction when I first saw it, because it is such a powerful image. You're just like, oh, my God, wow. You know, the first thing that comes out to you is like, yeah, she's taken such a powerful stance. And it it really is. It's, it's changing. It's changing the conversation. But... Then when you look at it again, you're just like, mm, but, you know, her whole point was to make you aware of the pressures of those people that you've now kind of put under her in terms of the image. And I don't think that's what she was trying to do. I I don't think it was anything to do with her, though. It's obviously... No, like no, card, it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. That's, that's what like... I'm saying. Like, I think that it's taken out of context from her stance. And so I just feel it was just, it was an interesting image. I mean, even if we look at like um, Naomi's um, whole thing with Roland Garris, um, when she decided um, that she was going to withdraw from the competition because she didn't want to do uh, press, press, uh, yeah. um, press interviews. Um, and obviously the association didn't like that. And find um, her in some and, yeah. yeah. Um, it was quite interesting because Calm, the app, the mental health yeah, app, yeah. Um, actually um, offered to pay for Naomi's fine. Uh, pay Naomi's fine, um, which is really amazing. Yeah, no, it's amazing. I mean, and but speaking of fines, for, that whole gymnastics pink team was thing. for the volleyball team. Was right? it? Sorry, not gymnastics. Yeah, was yeah. it volleyball or handball? It was one of them. The the, the shorts, shorts versus bikinis. I think it was beach volleyball. Yeah, and that was a huge thing. I mean, what the hell? That really upset me. Like, it's not even like they've like decided to change it up much. They wore like this much more material, and they're getting fined for it. Like, what is your what? You know, I think like in some of these things, like um, com- sports committees are really weird mm. about stuff like this, um, and like uniform. But also, why is that uniform? Like, 
What yeah, why? What is the difference between them wearing like bikini bottoms and In fact, shorts? I feel like the shorts would be more comfortable, right? Because at least you're like, you feel secure and you're like, because you're like jumping around. And but wasn't there something like the last Olympics where like this kind of came up as an issue or whatever, but like um, they were the way to get more people to view beach volleyball was to have the girls in underwear. We can fact check I that. I feel like that would be it in any case. Like, I think that's a huge part of why they're so against it is they feel like people are coming to watch them be all, like, sexy, sexy right? But Sexualized. But what? why are women. you sexualizing the sport? Like, what, they're, like, they're top-tier athletes. You're not doing that to a man. So why does she have to look sexy while playing the sport? What's the need? There's absolutely there no isn't need. There's need. no need. But you just want more views and more whatever and so put her in the tiniest little bikini that we can find and make her play a very difficult sport yeah like it's uh, mm. um i think this is a good segue into one of our own athletes sanya mirza <gasps> and the oh fatwa that she received the things you find when you like scour the internet really that was i mean you're, you're the one that did the research on this but like that was crazy yeah dude so when she was 18, she must have, like, just started competing or whatever on a more mm, global mm-hmm, stage. Mm-hmm. Maybe she had been for a while, but, mm-hmm. you know, 18 is really Adult. Well. well, yeah, you move into the... Um, 2004 or 2005, this was. It's quite a while ago. Um, she actually received a fatwa for um, inappropriate clothing on a tennis court. Look what at What do they want them Sanya to wear? Mirza, like, Sanya has always worn like very respectable yeah, clothes yeah. for like a tennis player yeah. like she's not like you know like showing her ass any more than she needs to or wearing like i don't know like what even can you wear like I, exactly but that's the point isn't it like let them wear what they want to wear if they're they're playing the sport they're doing it they're the ones at this huge level like wear what you want to wear okay fine you have your uniform rules and such but like allow it to cover a larger oh yeah diaspora of people and like just a larger but again this acceptability committee did it no this came from from the community the the religious community um which i think was crazy uh no it's absolutely insane for for dressing like i mean on one level you have like you know the our like country basically going on saying we don't have enough sports people out there Mm -hmm. on the global stage and then the minute we do they're all like shot on yeah like hello no but it really feels like this can you ever win is there ever is that what what will make you happy not that that's anyone's end goal but like what will make you happy in order to appreciate the people that are representing your country appreciate the amount of time and effort and mental strength that require is required to do any of these things and then like go and say oh you didn't win a medal so everything you've done and all the all the effort you've put in absolutely doesn't matter that's not true there was someone who one of our one of our athletes this year at, at tokyo someone went on twitter and was like oh they just went they just went to have fun and participate and people were like uh, do you understand the process of qualifying for the Olympics? It's not to, you don't just, you can't just walk in and say, okay, I'm here to have fun. Hi. I'm just going to like, I'm just going to try and participate. <laughs> no, like she's gone through a grueling process to be there. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? She's not there to just have fun. Like it doesn't work like that. No. And that's the other thing. Like none of these people that are going out there and saying, oh, they didn't get us a medal are actually following these athletes in any way. I mean, we already talked about how we're bad for it. We're not watching half of these sports, like hockey and stuff, that are actually bringing home medals. On a regular basis, Right? Like, and you're not following it. Every four years is the Olympics. Have you watched these people in the last four years? No. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know how much training they've done. You don't know how many other medals they've won. It's just when they go to the Olympics and then you're like, oh, India's not bringing home medals. And you have to look at, like, the entire thing and understand what are we providing to these athletes as a country in order to exactly in order to actually allow them to compete on a fair level with 
all these other countries. Yeah, I feel like, you know, also when you look at our, like, you know, our, the disparity in our country and the, the, the difference between the rich and the poor, right? I think um, it's easier as, uh, for like us as like, you know, to pick up more highbrow sports because individuals that come from a wealthier background can self-fund themselves. Mm -hmm. um, you know, sports like tennis or golf or, you know... Um, badminton. Badminton. Yeah. Those kinds of sports where it's an individual athlete going yeah. in. A lot of us coming from international schools and whatever, but still being Indian mm. passport holders, we can like be the change for for a lot of those things and you know having children of like immigrants yeah. who are our age and yeah. younger we we can push that forward because we've had the facilities we've had the infrastructure we've had all of those things but to do to do that on a national level for like team sports that is like another ball game altogether because that has to be government funded like it if has you to look be. at our hockey team like most of them come from like absolutely nothing <gasps> remember that instagram that was also really interesting that instagram uh post about each of them and their backgrounds and like they're, they're from very meager backgrounds in small small towns half these people are not even from major cities so the kind of in think about that infrastructure think about what they're like we read an article about like how half these people started with using bamboo sticks like yeah. that was a huge thing I mean, or if they get training, it's through army. So many of them have gone and focused on a sport in in the army, and then that has led them to. In fact, National. I think one of our one of our um, is it an archer or a or a shooter, shooter. was it a shooter this year? He is an army officer. Mm. He's an I active think a army. A lot of them would yeah. be from army, yeah. ex army, or whatever. So I mean, it's like finding it's finding a loophole almost, rather than actually having a clean path of like we are going to build an Olympic team and we're going to build that level of Olympic athletes and we're going to actually fund that. No, we're going to cut 200 crores from on an, at, in an Olympic year. That's what we're going to do. And then go and complain about how we're not bringing home medals. But I think like today, the younger generation are asking these questions. Like why we started questioning it and these guys are pushing it more. Yeah. So it's like we do have like a, like a few golfers now in, in the Olympics. We have been consistently winning badminton medals, you know. So these other sports are kind of coming through and and um, we can see that change a little bit more. Wasn't Sindhu the first uh, athlete ever, Indian athlete ever to win two Olympic medals? I think so. Yeah, she just won bronze, yeah, she right? she just won bronze. That was, she's the first ever Indian athlete to win um, two Olympic medals. Yeah. Uh, we don't, the thing is, I feel like if this was a dude, that would be like on the front page of everything. And for some reason, you have to actually go into Google and like start researching and have people, like one article come up about this. Same with our, our female Indian cricket team. Uh, the captain of that team, Mithali, I can't remember her last name, she is the only Indian cricket captain to ever take her team to the World Cup twice. Over men and women. Both, men and women. No male Indian captain has ever made it to the World Cup twice. She is the only one. Is that a stat that you knew about until we researched it? No. Like, that's huge, especially when cricket is such a major thing. But is female cricket a huge thing? No. But we made it to the World Cup twice under the same captain. That's amazing. That's like, that's something to be appreciated and celebrated. And why aren't we putting more money and more, more interest into that? Yeah. I think that, like, honestly, we really need to, like, put more girls in sports. Yeah. Because, I don't, it teaches you so much life skills that, like, I think boys kind of almost take for granted now because you almost expect a guy to, like, get into sports. Mm. I mean, that's also, like alpha male like that that is also wrong in itself like yeah. if a guy doesn't want to play a sport he, he doesn't have, have to. to yeah but he you know he is more likely to be introduced to sports also be supported in doing the sport like all these um families of these athletes whether they're the olympic ones or just generally national oh, athletes where so many were unsupportive of off this whole concept what because they were like say? what will people say how will you make money how will you get married 
Um, how can you run around in a short skirt? Like, why, why are these factors? They're national athletes. They're representing the country. And you care about how short their skirt is? Like, where is the, where is the importance being put? Because clearly, to me, it seems like it's just on all the wrong things. And that, that is, I still think the change hasn't even started. Like, we're still hearing about it with our Olympic athletes today. today. So we're not even seeing that change yet. Like, girls aren't even, like, expected to like sports. Like, if I tell, like, I'm super into Formula One, mm-hmm. right? I'm, like, you've seen yeah, you are. me and, like, my breadth of knowledge into Formula One, right? It's something I've been And your watching. excitement and your passion and all of it, yeah. Oh, my God. Do you know how many guys I've spoken to that are like, oh, I've never met a girl that's, like, disinterested in sports? yeah. And I'm like, excuse me? It's like, it's very highly dismissed. Even this episode, I was like, I wonder how many people are going to uh, hear us two girls sitting here talking about sports and dismiss us as like they don't know what they're talking about. It's, it's. Oh, it's bound to happen. It's bound to happen. It's bound to happen. 100%. I'm here for it. I know. Like, you can't look cute and have like nice long hair and look pretty and be talking about sports. Like, that's just not. Why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? But let's see. <laughs> I think people are going to be very dismissive and be like, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. You. Yeah, we see you. We, we know who you, you are. It's so stupid. It, honestly. What? Why? <laughs> you know, but also, like, this is where, again, like, I'm going to go back to it, that whole idea of representation. Like, if we don't actually put women's hockey on TV, right, how are like our like girls today gonna know that that's even a possibility for them and of course our favorite thing media representation how Mm. many things how many like there are so few so few shows so few like um movies about female athletes no the only time that they get made are if like that woman is successful like even then it's so small it's very small even then and then it's like Oh, it did, did she struggle? Was it, like, a really hard journey? Was there, you know, like... So It'll it be, be like, about, like, motherhood or... Yeah. All the, the really, like, female... Yeah. Feminine aspects that, like, you 100%. would expect 100%. a woman to, like... I remember... I remember when that... There was a show, I think it was, like, a ABC Family show or something, called Make It or Break It, which was the first time I had seen, like, it was focused on female gymnasts, Right. Going, training to go to the Olympics. They were around our age when the show came out. We were around the same age. And it was so, it, they didn't make it seem easy at all. It wasn't like, a, it wasn't like a fun thing. Like it was, there were struggles and like, yeah. it was tough. Um, and that was the first kind of like full representation. I feel like I saw of something that intense and grueling in terms of female athletes. And then now we've got, like, that other one that came up on Netflix, Cheer. Cheer. Yeah, I think it was really nice to see a show on such a mainstream platform about cheerleading. And what it really is. And what it actually is, because every time I used to tell people that I was in cheer, I was doing cheerleading, it was like, oh, so do you just dance for the football team or, like, the rugby team or whatever? And I was like, mate are you actually dumb? Like, I'm sorry. Like, is that... I was like, we do have a POM team, but they're not for that either. So they they do, like, more dance and tumbles and stuff. I'm part of the stunting team. Like, I would have to go into the entire, you know, thing. You know what it reminds me of what we talked about, I think, on our last episode of explaining our entire like background oh, <laughs> it sounds like the God. same thing it is like as if I didn't as if I needed more of that you know what I mean like but also like if I'm not mistaken cheerleading is one of the most dangerous sports like in the world mm. like you know it, it is insanely dangerous yeah. and insanely athletic and it's so dismissed like I think people are only catching on to, like, gymnastics being so athletic now. Mm-hmm. Because before that, it was like, oh, like, you know, it's yeah. not, like, that big of a deal. Yeah. But it is. Yeah. And then in cheer, add, like, throwing people in the air and fucking it's all so of that. It's so scary. It is so athletic. Yeah, it's so athletic. Why is it so dismissed? So I was really happy with cheer yeah. in that way. 
also like men and women were in the team but it's quite a female centric sport um on the whole Wait, people but don't even it, do you think that's sports. that's why right it's so female centric because like people don't consider it a sport and people don't people are like oh that's for girls to stand on the sidelines and cheer for their football players and cheer for their basketball players and that's not what it's about okay. that's what you see in a in a tv show but that's not what it actually is it's super competitive media representation it's so competitive it's so it's so athletic i mean damn it's you have a screw in your arm. Like <laughs> I've got a scar to prove. Exactly. Like it's not it's 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 so impressive and watching cheer and like actually even for me, not I knew cuz I had also been like Around exposed it. to actual cheer teams, but just watching the competitive level in that show, well it was like a docu series, right? But it it was so eye-opening and I was it was just like that's it's insane. It's insane. I remember even in even in Make It or Break It, like they they uh, had they had some male characters who were competitive gymnasts, and it was very because that again is like very geared towards females in terms of what you see and what people think, and like it's it's more again dance and but rhythmic oriented, thing, right? and it's but it's like, so athletic. Oh, if you're like it. That's the other thing is that if it's a female centric sport, it's probably easy. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> okay, you try. You try, please. Try cuz I oh my god, I remember just doing gymnastics in PE. Like you were doing the most basic shit and it was still so like intense. Yeah, try doing that with like uh in people's hands. No. Um, no. Oh, I'm good. I have enough trust issues. <laughs> in terms of, like we said, in terms of media representation, we still couldn't find that much. I mean, we have the the general ones that we've actually watched or seen growing up, and um, there were a lot of shows that incorporated sports, like my favorite, One Tree Hill, was very centered around basketball, so they did focus a little bit on, like, the whole competitive nature of it and the mental health factors and stuff off those players, but not in the way where, like, a show like um, Spinning Out which came out on Netflix, they really, like, the, so the main girl, um, the main character has bipolar disorder, and she basically has, like, this whole, when you come into the show, she's just starting up her, um, Olympic career again after a break. Okay. So she's a little bit older, she's gone through a little bit more, and she's really out of practice, and they are, figure skaters or right. like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Figure so that again is so oh my God. so Me. see i think intense. growing up the only like um movie we had uh like that showed a woman that was like doing a sport was ice princess ice princess and bend it like beckham and bend, yeah i mean bend it and She's but then the man, it, I yeah guess, but it wasn't like a prominent thing. yeah actually no there were a few switching goals yeah, Mary Kate and Ashley. That was like a but they were like movie. little babies, little babies yeah. you know. So I think there's a difference between showing like kids in like junior league to showing that competitive nature in a high school or setting, it was, like, super or like dramatized, like Pretty Little Liars. Oh, oh my, my god, god. no, Do you that was that? Oh, yeah, that was that was too much. And then again, like all of these, all of these shows had the cheerleaders, but those cheerleaders were like the little they stood Glee. on the set. Glee. And firstly, like also cheerleaders do not shit. just wear their uniforms all day, every day, all the time, everywhere. Like, why is that a thing in these shows? It's all they wear. But also, like, why do they all have to be bitchy as shit? Yeah, I don't know. One Tree Hill was kind of good for it. Yeah. Yes. The, Oops, the I Glee ones. my own question. <laughs> Glee. Oh yeah, Glee was. Yeah. Um. One Tree Hill, they were the main characters, so oh, I guess they gave them more depth. As well. I was just thinking about, I was trying to remember the name, I was like, it was Bring It, was it Bring It Up or Bring It On? It was Bring, bring it, it On. Bring It On, yeah, Gabriel Union. Yeah. Why are all of these so cheerleading-centric if they're women? Or because it's either I think cheerleading it's, or figure skating. Cheerle- yeah, cheerleading, figure skating. Um, Some of them are football-oriented, fine. I'll give it to him. But then, like, the ones, like, you're talking about, like, She's the Man and uh, the Mary Kay Ashley one, Switching Goals, mm. those were, like, kid 
kid-centric, you know, like middle school kid, like you're not in that kind of competitive nature. Bandit Like Beckham was a little more more competitive. Were there any others? But I don't, can't think of any others off the top of my head. I'm like really struggling to think of. Spinning Out was was a heat, like I'm really upset that Netflix canceled it because I really feel like it was a little dark. It was on my watch list. It was, it was quite, it was dark, but at the end of the day, they were really like, they were showing you a different aspect of something that you'd seen very glorified in a lot of these other things. And this was really the gritty, like hard side of it, the mental health and the, and the physical, the physical, um, torture that these people go through for this is immense and make it or break it again. Because I think it was like an ABC family show. They were kind of on the edge like they got a little bit gritty but it was still like it has to be palatable Mm. so you didn't see anything too bad i think one of the main characters went through some issues like she broke her neck or something and then she yeah and then she couldn't compete for a long time and she was actually like number one on the team and then hurt herself and you know another movie that really really stuck out for me i think because again it was a female in a very like aggressive sport was million dollar baby Oh my god. Insane. When I watched that movie, I was like, whoa, this woman is like unstoppable. And it was just, it was so eye opening. And Hillary Swank killed it in that role. Yeah. But like, that was just one of those moments where like, I really such a like. Strong woman as such well. a strong like, woman. Such a strong woman. So strong. Yeah. And again, like, didn't she get like called out for being too butch and stuff? Yeah. When yeah. that movie came Yeah, because out. she really had to build a lot of muscle. Yeah. She got... People said she looked like a man and stuff. That like, was one what? of her first movies or, like, her kind it of, It was, like, like, her one of her, her breakouts. Yeah. yeah, like, definitely a breakout yeah. film for her. I think either she was nominated or won an Oscar. Like, it was a big, big I movie. Remember, we were quite young. When, we were when young. We out. were young. But I still remember media just being, like, oh, she's so butch and, like... They did that so, to Serena, dude, too. fuck off. They did that to Serena, too. Like, not everyone. It, again, it's dependent on your body type. Like, you know what I mean? Some people I'm are I'm sorry, she could kill muscular. you. <laughs> exactly my point. But, like, what... What is the problem? There's like, a problem. They just want you to be like dainty and tiny and feminine, and that's it, but that was another thing, right? It's like if you play sports, that means you're gonna like your legs. Obviously, like I used to play a lot of. I used to swim, and then I played a lot of tennis. So obviously, my legs are strong, right? Mm-hmm. I, you have stronger legs, mm-hmm. but then you get put into like suddenly it's like oh, but you're thunder thighs. That term is just generally like why it's the why most disgusting yeah thing. why like why is that even a thing why first of all everyone's bodies are different this goes back to our bodies <clears throat> creation and this connects to so many things this episode I know I think but I, isn't I just, that the problem why so many girls shy away from sports because oh we can't look too muscly mm. or we don't want to look too butch or we don't want our legs to get bigger or we don't want how that's why so many girls didn't go like didn't work out or go to the gym or but like we have to diet to like to lose it's weight awesome. i mean awesome. i guess for like indian cinema we have chakti which was quite for when it came out mm-hmm. It was very like monumental almost. It was that, like, huge. They're focusing on our national sport first of all, which is like so, which was so under the radar, mm. especially at that time, and focusing on the women's team rather than the men's team, which was another like you know wow moment huge for win, everyone. Yeah. So, and I think the way that they went about it was really good as well. It's mm. a movie that like sticks in my mind. You know what I mean? Yeah, it yeah. It left to... left a definite like impression, and and a, it, you you always come back to it as like. That was good representation. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think it was done quite well yeah. um, on the whole and picked up on a lot of these issues that we talk about today. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny that very little growth has happened um, from those issues in 2004 to, to you know, today, 20, Almost 21. Almost 20 years later. Yeah, exactly. Um, which is kind of insane and it kind of makes you think like we need to check ourselves as a nation and be like are things actually changing if they are are they only changing for male like men in sports 
or are they changing for women in sports too? Individually, it, women in sports are, are excelling. When you look at wrestling, boxing. When you look at our stats, yeah. Badminton. Our women golf. are bringing home way more medals than our men. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. And the prospects are insane. Like, we have our young golfer, Aditi, yeah. who like just came forth by like yeah. a hair. I mean, in that way, golf is quite an interesting sport. Yeah. Like, just one one shot can make the difference so she was she she has such a huge career in front of her and exactly it's amazing. And exactly it's really really good to see you know our girls doing so well like you know yeah. even like our our hockey team our women's hockey team this olympics like they missed out on bronze by like one goal and they were they were playing so well mm. like that was such an insane match that they played mm. against Brit- uh, great britain so i think like there's so many good things to take away from this olympics we've definitely come out of it a lot stronger as yeah. like um an athletic nation we are progressively sending more people to the olympics too this year was our yeah. record of 120 athletes of which i think it was like six 60 50 I don't know it was like it was it wasn't too, the it was almost equal in terms of men and women and the number of oh, yeah no almost way. definitely more men but like almost equal but that's cool yeah almost wasn't it equal. like the first time we sent like four women to like the first time India ever sent women to the Olympics was in 1952 uh I think it was Helsinki and we sent four women out of 64 athletes so 60 men, four women. And so we've yeah. come a long way from Production. 1952, <laughs> you know. <laughs> we fucking hope so. We've doubled the number of people in general, and uh, females are definitely way more up there. But it's, like we say with so many things, it's so slow, and it's so upsetting to but kind of... But it's going of, to be slow. I mean, I will be, like, I would just... In our lifetime, I would just hope to see a little bit more change. Mm-hmm. I don't expect to see, um, you know, monumental changes because all of that starts at a grassroots level and it's being, it is in the process. Yeah. Right? Like, you can see a little bit of a difference. But again, for women, it's going to take that little bit longer because it always does. I mean, but you're seeing women also get into more of, more, of these, like, we have female wrestlers, female boxers. Um, I was reading about one of our Olympic wrestlers. His, they, she's, again, from a really, really poor background, small town somewhere up north, and her dad had the choice of funding either her or her brother's wrestling career. Like, he couldn't do both. And he saw way more potential in her, and he was like, she's going to be the one, and so we're going to put all of our money into her. And he was right. That's exciting. Yeah. And so, I mean, it, it really, it requires all of these puzzle pieces to kind of put it all together because you have a girl go out there and be like, I want to be an Olympic wrestler. How many people are going to take you seriously? Unless you've got like this whole system supporting you and saying, okay, yeah, let's fucking do it. Let's get you to that platform because that's awesome. And that's something we want to see. And that's something we want to do. Not cry about the fact that you're going to be getting punched in the face and stuff because that's like up to you right you want to get punched in the face go get punched in the face you want to wear this wear this but like also part of like playing sports is like the falls and the yeah the hit and the injuries and like getting back up from yeah. there stronger right so many people after getting injured come back to the sport more determined mm-hmm. um and you know ready to yeah. like beat those odds you know what i mean like at athletes train so fucking hard to make to come out of injury like better than before and we can see that on so in so many sports on so many levels Mm -hmm. like throughout time and again it's like a life skill right fall down you get back up again but if we don't actually have women in sports doing these things how are they going to learn those lessons yeah you know yeah um just in life we can't have i mean i love that a lot of these like older female athletes who have represented India in the past have come back and been like, we are going to try and make a change. But like 
we said it until that infrastructure, until that government involvement comes, where they're like, we actually want to see our country on that level. It's you can't expect these few athletes to change everything. They're doing so much. No, it, it has to come from a centralized. Yeah. Um, uh, what's it called? Which we just started. Also, we just started our. So it's, it's I will. Take I will time. remember that name. I can't remember the name of the committee, but we just started it before the Rio Olympics. So it's still really new, mm. and they're still kind of figuring out how to funnel the right resources into take away our funding yeah that was i mean really just the most brilliant idea whoever that whoever thought of that fact of the matter is we need more women in sports we need more people from south asian diaspora in sports we need more representation and to do that we need to create this we need to take away the stigma we need to take away we need to build that culture we need to provide women with more opportunity, allow them to see the positivity in doing a sport. It's so important. It's so important for so many reasons. Well, we're ready now. We're ready for Paris. Yeah. Paris 24. Yeah. I think I think so. Got some more women out there? Yeah.